Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lions. And this is Steve, the Republican Goodfella, with my partner in crime. Hey, it's your brother, Paul. Paul, how you doing, man? How we? I know it's been a little while, but uh, we got a lot to catch up on, a lot to catch up on. I know, Steve. It's looking good. Got a lot on our plate. Now, I know we both had recently went to our state um, county conventions. Tell me about yours. Okay, Steve, very simply, it was an afternoon for the candidates to introduce themselves to the people in, in our, I guess you call it the whatever the district is, or, and that went well. I mean, it was really just a steady parade of people across the stage, and they told us what their platform is, and et cetera. So I think overall, people had a good takeaway from that. That's great. How was and yours? Didn't you tell me that uh, somebody didn't show up and you weren't disappointed? disappointed about it? Ah, uh, yeah, we can visit that. You know, it just happened to be Representative Murphy, who was in Wayne County, I understand, instead of Cape, uh, Carteret County. Oh, wow. He, yeah. he must really think you guys are special. <laughs> well, I know there was some <laughs> there was some question there as to, you know, how come we were. But anyway, that might be a discussion for a different day. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let me let me tell you about ours. Ours was very interesting. Um, there was some discussion and a small victory. So the small victory was I had brought up that wh why are we go not going with the state plan of organization? Because uh, uh, we did some research into it and we found out that 95% of all these uh, counties, there's 100 counties in the state, 95 of them don't use elected officials. And the few that do don't use city officials and we do. So we're the only one in the state with the one County in the state that has elected officials, regular ones and County and uh, town officials. Well, what we're seeing Steve, just to be clear on this is we're seeing people who are in leadership in the County Republicans that are not, they're not following their own rules. No, they're making it up as they go. And that's the crazy part. But we did manage to have a vote where we would table it. And we are going to settle that on April 19th at 7 o'clock at Southwest High School Cafeteria. Uh, the 143 people that were uh, marked as able to vote at the last convention at the convention will be voting on whether we use the state plan of organization or the county plan problem being is when we did research into this paul and this is going to blow you away when we did research into it three times in october of 2020 the chairman at the time was lee burroughs who's now the third district vice chair had sent out the plan of organization in none of those three times did it say elected officials. And the vote they had for it was done in a closed session, which is kind of usually that's vote for your plan of organizations done at has to be done at the convention or should be done at the convention. So but miraculously, by November. Those two words, elected officials being able to vote was in the plan of organization. They never voted on that. And to find out, it had a very odd set of timing. The timing was, that was when 
the um, one of the commissioners was stepping down because he was becoming a judge. So the GOP here in Onslow County was going to get the vote on his replacement. And they I guess they figured uh, they wanted to control who got voted in. And they put just through elected officials into the plate of organization. Nobody picked up on it. And so we had a fraudulent election. Uh, I, I just it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And you know what else? It, it breeds doubt in the system because we're not just talking about where we live mm-hmm. in eastern North Carolina. We're talking about anywhere USA. Right. Basically, this is the kind of stuff that's going on. And it's up to the citizens, like President Trump suggested, mm-hmm. to really put the spotlight and the focus on your local precinct, get involved with your local precinct, because this is where the rubber That's meets how the you road. Change it. Yeah. Now, what, what they did is they basically stacked the deck. Think of it like this, like an upside down triangle, right? They would have, we figured out, they would have over 70 elected officials to vote, plus the the uh, current leadership board, the 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 board on of the GOP here. So <clears throat> they're allowed five plus five according to the state plan. So that would mean they'd have eighty votes. We only have twenty four precincts here, and oddly, we only have eighteen at large members allowed, which is kind of weird because usually you would think you would get an at large member for every precinct, but they only allow eighteen. So forty two votes we would have. So all these elected officials are beholden to the leadership, the chair, Melinda Hires or Lee Burroughs at the time, and they will vote the way they're told to vote because they want their support. So it really takes the power away from the people, and it's something we're trying to change. And once citizens and residents of the county start finding out what's really going on in these precincts, they can be solicited for becoming volunteers. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're you know represented. They have no problem with the leadership here has no problem with uh, people donating their time and donating money and uh, working countless hours for free, but they don't want them to have a say in what's going on. I mean, that's really the way it's supposed to go. It's things supposed to go from the precinct up, like the century we tried to do for Greg Murphy. That should have went through. Now, supposedly, uh, and here's the big question. The chair, Melinda Hires, was going around telling people, and I have actually a text message showing this, blaming the state GOP chair, Michael Watley, and the legal team there. Now, I got to be honest with you. In my opinion, Melinda hasn't always been the most honest person that I've known. And I think she has a trouble with honesty. So I don't know what to believe. I wouldn't think that Michael Watley or the legal team up there would allow this or say, you know, squash this thing coming at uh, this um, censure of uh, Greg Murphy because he's voting with the Democrats all the time, by the way. And uh, it just just doesn't make sense to me because that's breaking their own rules again because you're not allowed to show preference during the primary. And this is during the primary that this all happened. And if they said to squash it, that would be them breaking their own rules about interfering with elections. It's very complicated, Steve. And the problem with circumstances like this 
whether you live in North Carolina or you live in Alabama or Arkansas, mm -hmm. is that it's tempting for people in these roles that are supervising their county Republican Party to execute decently and in order according to their, their plan mm -hmm. by the book. And when they don't do it, which is what's happening in this instance, like I said, it doesn't matter where you live. It could be going on in your county. It can be going on in your state. It's all politics until the citizens recognize what's happening. They become involved mm -hmm. and make efforts Absolutely. to change it and improve it. And until that happens, all of this stuff involved. is going to continue. Folks, they, I could tell you firsthand from what, what I've seen here that they want people to get frustrated and leave. They don't want, they want people because then they hold control. You know, and I say the opposite. I say, even though they do things, everything wrong, you need to be involved because it's the only way it's ever going to change. And this is exactly what President Trump was talking about. Go after these people. And, you know, I've been calling them rhinos for a long time, but I'm going to use something that you gave me. You you called them uh, counterfeit Republicans, and I thought that fit perfect. They are counterfeit Republicans running our party here in Onslow County and we need to change it. And I've heard from other counties that are having the same problem. They want to know how we're doing, dealing with it. Uh, and it's sad to see, but it's because these Democrats know they can't get elected unless they run as Republicans in these Republican counties. Like Onslow is a Republican two to one Republican County. So they're, they're not going to get, they're not going to get voted in. So they just pretend to be Republicans it's just absolutely crazy. And it's not just here. It's in, it's in a lot of different places all across America, Steve. And that's what President Trump was warning us about. Unless you clean up your side yard mm -hmm. and your, your well, county and your state. Up. Yeah. Unless you start, unless you really start focusing on what's taking place on the local. And we're not necessarily talking about politics. We're talking about the way government should run. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to put the spotlight yeah, on. Yeah, this plays into everything. I mean, you know, I, I've been just trying to, you know, I get labeled as the troublemaker, as the crazy guy, as, you know, uh, a Democrat operative, all this kind of crazy, crazy nonsense. I knocked on 18,000 doors for Donald Trump in the last election. I am not, I don't think any Democrat would have done that. So don't even... You know, like it is, it's insulting, but stupid as well, because to, to just because you challenge something or you don't agree with them, they try to label you in some way to, you know, so people won't listen to you. I say all I've been doing as a Republican good fella and on this show, the lion's den is giving you folks the facts and letting you decide when I talk on this, this is my opinion. You don't have to listen. You don't have to believe me. You can come find out for yourself. But I'm going to let you in on what's going on so that you could get involved and change things. You know, we need to support local candidates. I, you mean, Paul, Paul, I've had this conversation before. We both believe that if you're going to donate money, donate it directly to the candidates. Don't give it at the higher levels because you don't, it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. Yeah, even as tempting as those envelopes that you receive in the mail are to mail back with a check in it, 
don't use the, the mailing envelope. Just send your donation and your support right to the candidate. And if you don't know who to support or who's running, look into it on the Board of Elections website. They'll tell you who's running. And then do your own research or go to some of these meet and greets. We've got a ton of them coming up. We're going to announce them later. But go and meet them and talk to them. In fact, tonight, Paul, aren't you um, uh, involved with a forum tonight? Yeah, we're going to visit that as soon as we get back from the break here. But before we go to break, I just want to say that we have listeners that we're starting to listen to Lion's Den all across America. And we just want to tell you how much we appreciate you. We thank you for listening to Lion's Den and for tuning in with us. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about that and much more. Okay, Steve? Sounds like a plan. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lion's Den. You have Steve, Republican Goodfellow with you, and it's Brother Paul coming at you. Just wanted to let everybody know how much we appreciate you taking time to listen to the Lion's Den and joining us on each episode coming up here. We're going to have a pretty tight schedule for this spring. And just to let you know, we have a published author who's a part of one of our organizations it just happens to be my mom. Her name's <laughs> Judy Armento. She's an amazing lady. How old is she? She's 85. Oh man. Hope she don't get mad at me for asking. No, not at all. She kind of wears it like a badge at this point because, Hey, you know, when you reach that stage in life, anyway, she's now a published author and I'm going to shamelessly plug the name of her book. It's seed plantings. It's coming out on Amazon. She's being published this week. So we're really glad to introduce that into the lion's den because she's been a good influence on us, kind of a good influence on me, I guess you'd say my whole life, but you know, that might remain to be seen. Yeah. She, she actually Paul, for our act right of NC uh, yearly dinner. She was uh, the, got the lifetime achievement award. Oh yeah, that's right. She and my father yeah, received the that. lifetime achievement award. Yep. So how can I get this book? Yeah, the book's going to be on Amazon. If you want to know more about it, you can probably contact us by website or actrightofnc at gmail.com. Any inquiries about the book Seed Planting, we'll be glad to follow up on through our usual contacts and yes. take it from there. That'll be great. All right, Paul. All right, we're back. All right, everybody, we're back on the lion's den. And this segment, we're going to cover a few things. But first, I needed to find out from Steve how the meet and greet went at that soiree they had in the county. Well, it was a hot time in the town. Let me tell you, it was about 200 degrees in, at, at Ducks. Yeah. And uh, what really, I, I got to be honest, I didn't stay. Uh, one, because it was so hot in that room. I mean, they could have opened the door. It was cooler out than in. But the reason I didn't stay is to find out they denied. There was a guy there from the press that videotapes the meetings and stuff and all these meet and greets and things. Uh, Mike, ooh, and 
he was denied access. They made him t- take down his equipment. They said it wasn't a public event, but it was a meet and greet to meet the candidates. Yes, yeah, Steve, something something wasn't quite quite right with that issue. Right? Oh, you know that whole Bill of Rights thing. They don't want to hear nothing about our rights. Mm. They know better than we do. Don't you know that, Paul? By now, that's pretty scary. That is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, you know, I I just got to say, I hope Mike files a lawsuit against them. I really, really do because they really did deny uh, the press access to that event. If anything, you would think they'd want more press there. You know, yeah, not just. I mean, they, he, he would have recorded all the candidates giving their spiel uh, and it would have been great to put it out there. And so, so short-sighted. It's just negativity. Yeah, That's all it and, is. Well, they're full of negativity yeah. among other things. Anyway. <laughs> Hee-haw. Hee-haw. Anyway. So uh, moving on from that, Paul, uh, what's going on over in uh, Carteret County? Anything in, else? in Carteret County, after the, after we had the precinct rally a few weeks ago, I was able to talk with a member of law enforcement about some citizen concerns coming up. And we've seen, you know, how law enforcement has been degraded in the propaganda activist press that we have in America. We've seen it take place gradually over the last couple of years. And I voiced to him my concerns about it, you know, through our different associations. And he assured me that right now our county sheriff is handling the public relations for him, for the department himself. So the sheriff's office is having community relations handled by our sheriff. And I said to him, I'm going to reach out to you because we know that as good citizens, we have to prepare for the civil defense. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be caught, Steve, if there's, something heavy and hot coming down. Yeah. With our pants down, we want to be ready and we want to be in alignment with what our local law enforcement is already doing. Well, that's good. That's good that you had that conversation, you know, uh, taking the time to meet some of the people that are in office, uh, your sheriff, your local sheriff. Uh, I know here we have a, the uh, sheriff's position is going to be up and there's like four guys that are running for it. Um, out of them, I know that, uh, our Sheriff Hans Miller has endorsed, uh, uh, Chris Thomas and he's an excellent guy. He's got a lot of experience, but, uh, one or two of the other guys has experience as well. So, you know, it's up to people to do the research. I, and that's what I always say. Well, you help, you help out with that, with the videos that you do with GOP Goodfellow, right? Yeah. You know, I, I gotta say. You know, they get on me a lot. They they really have been on top of everything I put out. And that's good. I, I actually heard that our state uh, GOP and their legal team has been watching my videos. So thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I appreciate the, you know, the, the support from the NCGOP uh, and the legal team up there. And I hope they're listening because all I'm doing is telling the truth. And for some reason, uh, these people, these uh, counterfeit Republicans get very nervous when we talk about facts and the truth. Well, Steve, you know, the way I look at it is if you're producing videos that are being looked at by state officials, that's an entree and a forum into 
opening the lines of communication for you to work together a lot more closely than you are right now. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Well, Paul, I didn't tell you, but out the last video I put out uh, was I did basically I let Rob Johnson, who's our uh, parliamentarian for the men's club and also the Hawes Run precinct chair. Uh, he did a presentation explaining the two different uh, plan of organizations that are going to be voted on because we figured, you know, some we had to educate the public so that they, you know, they knew more about this going into it on in on April 19th. And that's when we found out that information. And it, it's just amazes me. There's so many whispers within the party about the GOP chair's leadership and how she lacks the ability to act on anything. Um, and the, recently, and I don't even know if I got to tell you this, but recently they let a guy that literally registered as a Republican January 31st, the last day that he could, in order to come to our convention and disrupt it. And he came to the last GOP meeting, disrupted. And our multi-precinct, actually it was the multi-precinct meeting. And he was disruptive and disrespectful. Just there to start. And this is the same guy. Remember how I was calling Joe McLaughlin, Joe Alburgis is my buddy McLaughlin. Remember kidding around like that? Well, that's who showed up, Alburgis. Mm -hmm. And he is a Democrat operative. Absolutely. Uh, we were talking at that multi-precinct meeting about what the party stands for, the values of the party were. Rob was presenting you know, right from reading it, right from what NCGOP has on their website. And he was arguing with Rob that that isn't what the GOP is about. So it's kind of funny in a way that here's this guy that has no clue what a Republican is. And he's wanting to argue with somebody that knows it far, far better than him. Well, Steve, the good news there is there's still responsible citizens in the community that look to do everything for the people's business decently and in order. And the way to accomplish that best is to dispense of the agendas. Let's get rid of the good old boy clubs. Let's go ahead with accomplishing the business of the people where we live in our precincts and in our county with good faith and goodwill toward at least constructive goals that we need to, we need to meet mm -hmm. so that people's lives can improve. Right. And we're trying, all we want is it to be done right and fairly. They do not want, now, come on, Paul, just to step back for a second. How did the, those two words, elected officials get in there, get into the plan of organization? It was never voted on. It, I'm thankful that Rob Johnson did did the research and found that information. And now they're doing a misinformation campaign against what we're saying. We're only we're only saying the truth. We're only giving facts. How can they argue with the facts? Well, what happens, Steve, over time is you raise public awareness to the extent that people recognize exactly what you see and they they join forces with you as volunteers to change it. Mm -hmm. And that's what President Trump was talking about when he said, I want to encourage you to change things on the precinct level. Get your house in order locally where you live. Dispense of the corruption and the the ill will 
and everything there are agendas you know a whole litany of them that don't belong in the people's business point blank oh yeah and you you know what paul i don't know if if, if i mentioned it on our show here or if it was on the good fella but they still not have answered why i'm not allowed i'm being blocked from being in their group page i mean bad enough I found out probably two years after the fact, because I really don't like going on to it. They might be doing you a favor. Yeah, well, they might. (laughs) But I had asked Melinda Hires, the GOP chair, when she took office, why am I blocked from commenting on your GOP page on Facebook? And she's like, oh, it was something you did two years ago. I said, well, it would have been nice if you told me about it. Maybe, you know, and I don't remember ever saying anything that really I should have been blocked for. But Bad enough blocking me from commenting. Now they block me from even seeing the page. And I still have not gotten an answer from her. This is how this is how the normal course of business for the people can really go off into the weeds. And, and we don't want that to happen. And folks, don't don't be mistaken. This could happen to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and why are they so afraid to hear the voice of the people? We the people need a voice we deserve better than this we deserve to be treated so much better than how they were being treated well from a just from a representative standpoint steve honestly if if people begin to wake up in their community and they examine what's really taking place they'll become righteously indignant to the extent where they won't sit home on a wednesday night anymore they'll actually be up off the couch, out of the house, and volunteering. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take an effort on the part of individuals to change the hearts of the people enough to the extent where they'll take action. Right. And they'll change it themselves. The only thing I always worry about is with these people, they like to take the credit for all your hard work, but they don't like to hear your voice. How, how isn't that a hypocrite? Isn't that hypocritical? Well, I mean, I don't get it. It's really... We should be doing good for the people. That's what I'm doing. When I talk, whether it be on this show, the you know the Lions Den, which we always open it up that anybody can challenge us on anything we say. They're welcome to contact us at actrightevnc at gmail.com and send us an email, and we'll consider putting you on. And you know we we don't mind that, or you could call into the show, but. To think that you they don't want to hear what the people have to say. They don't care. They think they know better than you. And I've heard that from their mouths. And I've heard it from other people that they've said it. So they'll work themselves out of a job. Eventually. They will. And yeah. what it, where it needs to rest, Steve, is what you touched on. And that is the fact that no matter where you live across this great country, America, This is going on in your side yard, probably a little bit to some extent, hopefully not too much. But the fact still remains that as citizens of this country, we deserve the best. We don't need to settle for this monkey business. And that's what we are. Whether people want to. And I'm not talking about them in a personal way. I, Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to get mistaken. I'm talking about their actions as leaders of our party here in Onslow County. Personally, I, I don't care one way or another who they are or what they do. 
you know, they, they don't pay my bills, so I don't worry about them. Well, their but time, their days are numbered. Me and the people in this county, yeah, and the people in this state, and the people in this country, we should be fighting to make America great, not being counterfeit, phony people. Look, yeah. you expect the Democrats to be bad, right? Their days you are expect numbered. the Democrats are only being what they are. Mm-hmm. What bothers me, and this is what the guy, the guy that's running against Greg Murphy, Tony Cowan, Cowden. He is a really great guy, a great candidate, and I really like him a lot. And if anybody's interested, they should look into him. But He's a straight shooter. Yeah, he's a straight shooter, and that's exactly what he said. He said he could handle the Democrats being who they are, but it's these counterfeit phony Republicans that really agitated him to the point that he wanted to run. Case in point, Greg Murphy. Voting with Biden. You might as well call him Greg Biden Murphy. Maybe he's the illegitimate son of. uh... Steve, it's okay because when we come back from break, we're going to talk about some of the good things that are going on in county and people who are active and involved in making a difference to improve our government. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We have a ton of events. Folks, get your pen and pencil out when we come back from the break. We're going to give you a big list of things you could do, uh, go to and uh, get involved. And like I said, you, you want to get involved, contact me. We'll help you. But at this point, until we change the leadership in the GOP, you know, it's scary. You're listening to The Lion's Den. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, this is Steve. From the Lions Den, the Republican Goodfellow. How you doing? Listen, I just want to let you know about a really patriotic group here in Onslow County. It's called the Republican Men's Club. Uh, they meet every fourth Thursday of each month at Golden Corral at 7 p.m. That's the fourth Thursday of each month at 7 p.m. at Golden Corral. So their next meeting would be the 28th of April. Uh, They have a lot. You can enjoy a lot of great fellowship, great information. Usually we have a speaker there. Uh, They usually uh, plan events ahead. Uh, I know they have a couple of really great things coming up. Uh, You should really get involved. It's only $25 for the year to join the Republican Men's Club here in Onslow County. Uh, Women are allowed to join as well. If you become a member and you bring someone else, uh, the next time they come and they join, of course, the next time they come, we buy you dinner. So it's a great way. So your money really isn't going to waste. Um, It's a great organization to support, uh, great fellowship. And uh, like I said, women can be part of it too. So I hope you come by and check it out the fourth Thursday of each month. At Golden Corral at 7 p.m. More Lions Den coming up. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lions Den. Before we wrap up today, just want to let you know that we really appreciate you. We we thank you for listening to us and what we have to tell you. Yeah. Share this podcast. Yep. Share it. Get, you know, send it to your friends, follow us. Um, you can also 
follow the Republican Goodfella on Facebook page or on uh, Rumble. We I have a channel on there. The GOP Goodfella 1776, I think, is the name of it. We love our listeners. We just want to keep you informed. You can also check out my page on Getter. Anybody that's on Getter can go to at Eagles underscore loft. That's Getter page Eagles underscore loft. And Steve, we were talking before about some of the really constructive things, some of the good stuff that's happening in the county. There's some people who are organized and they're really focused on helping the citizens here. Yeah, you know, the these auxiliary groups, I guess you would call them, not the GOP groups, but, you know, the women's group, uh, Anzo Conservative Coalition, Act Right of NC, my group, yep. they, they are growing at leaps and bounds because of the actions of our local GOP. And yep. I got to say, my last video, I had so many shares and so many likes, and it, it just was... It was heartwarming to see how many people viewed it. That's Republican Goodfellow on Facebook, right? Yeah. Okay. The Republican Goodfellow. Goodfellow, G-O-O-D-F-E-L-L-A. The Republican Goodfellow on Facebook. So tonight what we're looking at is a candidate forum for our citizens. Oh, who's going to be in it? What, what kind of, which candidates? That's all of the individuals who have filed for a position on the school board. Ooh, big one, big one. Yeah. I know a couple of them. Um, I know... Angie Todd, one of our members and someone who has done extensive research and deep dive into what's going on in the schools. You know what? I got something quick to tell you about that. Uh, I actually spoke to Angie today and she was at an event yesterday that they were having for the school board uh, candidates. Mm -hmm. And she got to speak to someone on the school board, Joe Sperenza. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe is still going to be on for, I think, another year. But, uh, he he said to her, you know, you better tone down that all that CRT, uh, social emotional learning stuff, you know, because we already addressed that. And she she basically told him, you don't know what you're talking about, because I just found it. Oh, things are really getting there. interesting. Yeah, she's a rock superstar. That, that's I mean, the problem. She's up and coming. Yeah. yeah, but that's the problem. They don't they they don't want to they don't want to even think that it's there. They well, we looked into it and we were told it's not there. Oh, well, how much research did you do? Because she obviously didn't look to any research. <laughs> Somebody who's running for school board knows more than someone who's already on the school board. Absolutely. I mean, really. So look at it, look at it this way. With the results of that forum from last night, mm -hmm. which was at a local church, I have good information that it had to do with the church's approach to the sexuality issue being taught in government-run schools. Really? And that that's a, a real hot button issue with people of faith in the faith community over what kids should not be exposed to at an early age. And you know what? Angie also told me she she even said to Joe, well, how do you feel about them taking away not using that portion when you sign your kid up for school that says boy or girl or even other? You know, they they don't they just stop using it. So. How, I mean, why wouldn't you put down male or female? What, what is wrong with, there's only two sexes. Last time I checked, there's only two sexes. You're either born a man or born a female. That's it. Well, Steve, what I would do, and by the way, I am moderating the event tonight, but what I would do is. Oh, great. I'm going to come out and check you out, Paul. For sure. I would encourage people who 
haven't attended one of these yet to make yourself available, peek in, look at what's going on. Listen to what the people are saying in these forums, because there's a lot of good information that they're actually giving for you to take with you before it's time to vote. And let me just say, for those of you that don't know what day we're taping, it's Tuesday the 29th. So it's tonight. And I'm going to make sure I put this out before the event tonight. So this way, you know, so some of you people could come out to it. It's uh, 200 Preston Road in Jacksonville. Correct? correct. That's right. It's at the VFW Annex on Preston Road at number 200. See, I told you we're going to need your pen and pencil. Now, make sure you have it ready. Paul, I'm going to go through a bunch of these and try to see if we can get them all all in. Hit it, house. All right. So we have Lisa Carpenter is doing, um, who's running for commissioner, is doing a meet and greet in Richlands on April 2nd from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Coffee Company on 8700 Richlands Highway in Richlands. And that's on the 2nd. We have two things on April 9th. Uh, First off, we have the visit of President Trump, the Trump Trump rally. Trump rally, yeah. 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 We like the Trump rally. We love that one. Woo! So, yeah, Trump is going to be in Selma. Uh, in fact, if you would be willing to volunteer to help out, I know the Ted Budd campaign is looking for volunteers. They need 100 volunteers to work the event. Uh, just reach out to me, and I'll hook you up with the Ted Budd people. Uh, again, actrightofnc at gmail.com. That's actrightofnc at gmail.com. If you're interested in uh, going to the Trump rally in Selma and uh, working the event. Come on, party people. Yeah, come on, man. We're going to have a great time. I'm (laughs) so psyched up about getting to see Trump. Absolutely. Now, also on April 9th, uh, the Onslow County Republican Women's Club is going to have their 50th anniversary party. Is that a big dinner bash? Oh, it's huge. And I believe it's going to be at I don't have all the details. I think I might want to go to that one, Steve. The uh, Country Club. It's good. I think it's going to be at the Country Club here in Onslow County. Um, it's only one hundred ninety-five dollars a ticket. Um, Onslow County Republican Women's Group website or to their Facebook page, and I'm sure they have information right on. It. If you want tickets, I think they're seventy-five dollars a piece. But they have some great speakers and. Uh, good food and it's going to be a great time 50th anniversary though think of that 50 years this women's group has been around highly recommended by brother paul and <laughs> the, the leadership is amazing i know the, the group that just left the women's group as leaders they were you know their executive board was amazing and now they have another great executive board on so the women's group continues to do good they didn't do so well when melinda hyas was their president but they've rebound a lot it's a fine organization now yes now the um republican men's club is going to meet the fourth thursday of the month that would be the 28th at 7 p.m at golden corral april 11th we have tony cowden that's running against greg murphy uh who's running for that congressional seat uh, is going to be at uh the angry ginger from 6 to 8 30 on april 11th we also have, um, let's see, April 19th, I told you about the GOP is finally going to have that meeting where we're going to decide the uh, whether we're going to go with the state 
plan of organization or the county plan of organization. So that's going to be at Southwest High School Cafeteria at 7 p.m. Uh, even if you're not one of the people that was able to vote, you should come out and you should watch what's going on because this you will see what I've been speaking about. You will see the, the nonsense that they do and how they try to silence the people of the precincts. Can I get a witness? Yeah, ah, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> and then lastly, there's going to be a candidate rally on the 20th, but we'll talk about from 6 to 8. I'll get more information than that on that in our next podcast. And just before we wrap up here, Steve, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know that you can log on the website for Act Right at actrightofnc.org. Yeah, That's actrightofnc.org. Actrightofnc.org. Also, if you want to uh, share our podcast, please do so and share it with your friends. We are on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I forget what the other one is. Send it out, baby. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Please like us, follow us. Uh, We're going to be expanding out. We're going to probably end up with a Facebook page and we're going to probably end up with, uh, you know, trying to broaden our horizons or Twitter, uh, what is it? Twitter, Telegram, all those things. We're going to try to get, have our our podcast all over the place. We have, we have the podcast in Discord also, but it's Apple, it's Anchor, it's Radio Public. That was the other one. And it's Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So we're. We're, we're growing, man. We're getting people all over the country listening to us. And we just try to give you kind of a a little bit of everything. Now, before we go, Paul, I just I wanted to talk about, you know, how bad Biden's been messing up with oh, his my speeches goodness. lately, where he outwardly said that, you know, they should they should take Putin out. But <laughs> Uh, that kind of caused a little controversy amongst the uh, United Nations. They weren't too happy with him saying that. They said that he made their job harder. He really has been like he if he goes off script, he's in such trouble, man. Today they were showing his notes, like they had a, a screenshot of his notes, and literally the man cannot speak without those notes. Steve, Otherwise, he gets himself in trouble. All I'm going to tell you is and he still gets in trouble. This is the result that you get as a nation when you have a hijacked election. Uh-huh. When people cheat. This is what happens. Okay? And everyone's like, "Oh no, that election was perfectly fair and no it wasn't." No. No, it wasn't. Not. This guy was not elected president, yo. There's no, no blessed way on God's green earth well, this guy was fairly elected. No. And there was no insurrection on January 6th either. That's a lot of malarkey. That's too. an absolute farce. That was a a planned thing by the Democrats and some of these rhinos, these can, uh, it's called government. It's, it's called, it's called government provocateurs. That's what it's government called. Provocateurs. That's Ooh, what I it's like, called. I like that word provocateur. That's what it is. He's a provocateur. Anyway, so that should <laughs> give you, that should give you a little bit of an idea of where, where the foundation of truth lies over why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. It's because of a stolen election and because of people who can't mind their own damn business. Right. Hey, let me ask you something. You know, pretty much, you know, the mask thing, at least down here, is pretty much gone for the most part. 
but I still laugh when I see. So I, I just shake my head whenever I see somebody in the store walking around with the mask. I'm like, do they really think it's helping them? They, they, it's proven that masks don't work, and they, they still, they're like drug dealers. So yo, yo, hey, I got a free mask right over here. Free, we free we, mask. All I know, Paul, is me and you, and the people that we're associated with. We're patriots, and we're going to fight for this country. We're going to make America great again. We're going to listen to our president, President Trump, and we're going to follow his lead and expose these counterfeit Republicans and these Democrat operatives that are in our party, and we are going to change things. Their time is short. Do you agree? Keep America great, everybody. Yeah, their time is short, folks. As far they are going as people open their eyes and more people tune in to this podcast, the lion's Den, which nobody has taken us up on coming into the lion's Den and challenging us on anything because we're telling the truth. They're afraid of the truth and cowards. They're just cowards, <laughs> absolute cowards. So I want to thank you, Paul, for, you know, I know it's been a couple of weeks. We had some technical difficulties we were working through, uh, but we got everything all fixed Steve, and we're doing great. Thank you. We love our listeners. Thank you for tuning in we to another to episode. God bless you all. And I, I hope you have a blessed day, a blessed week until we talk to you again next time. This has been the lion's den. This is the lion's den signing off.